she seems to have moved past her obsession with Richard Madeley. I don't know if I told you about that. So in the mornings, we have to watch Richard Madeley because for some reason, she gets very upset, agitated by him. So we'll so do you a, make her watch it? I make because it's funny. Me and Buzz think it's really funny. So every time Richard Madeley comes on the television, she starts really growling. I'll send you a video. And very low growl every time he comes on. Anyway, that's just suddenly stopped. I mean, I have to watch recordings of Richard Madeley because it makes me laugh so that's much. Brilliant. It's that amazing. Brilliant. <laughs> he will be her next I know. obsession. I know. She's short-sighted. I don't know if I've told you that. We think she might be partially sighted. So when she's... <laughs> so literally a pigeon has to sit on her face before she'll chase it. So all sorts of shit runs through the garden. Foxes, horses... And she just doesn't see them. It's really sad. So as a guard dog, she's a disaster. If someone breaks in, they'd have to go up to her. Even if she can't see Well, I think she can smell stuff, but she just panics if anything. She can't see. It's really sad. again, a mentally ill dog. I wonder why that is in this (laughs) house. Oh, she's not mentally ill. She's partially sighted. If she isn't now, she she will be. So, yes, the poor dog. She'll be coming to me for some peace. (laughs) But Frank thinks we should get her some glasses. And I don't think I've ever seen a dog with glasses on. And do you really think he thinks that? (laughs) No, he prefers contact lenses. But but the dog can't see, Rach. I know. Well, we'll see. (laughs) So there you go. Can't the vet? Why don't you get it checked? No, we'll talk to the vet. We will talk to the vet. But you're too cheap. You don't really like paying for the vet bills. It's not that we don't like paying for the vet bills. What's somebody going to do about a short-sighted dog? They don't do anything. They're not going to do her an eye transplant. No, but at least you would know. Welcome to I Wish I Was an Only Child with me, Cathy Mason. And me, Rachel Mason. The podcast where we speak to other siblings about the dynamic of their relationship to see where we're going wrong. Today, our guests are actress and singer Cara Soleri and her sister, Nia Medi, special assistant to the leader of Plaid Cymru. Are you a classic introvert, Nia, and are you a classic extrovert? No, no? not... not um, I think I am a... Um outgoing introvert I have actually figured out in lockdown <laughs> how, how does that work how does that work <laughs> um, I like going out I like being amongst people um, but I'm not fully fledged Karis with it yeah. you know so you I want to be in control of it fully fledged Karis yeah I need I need to kind of know people first <laughs> right I go straight in I can't just go into someone and think they're fabulous it's kind of you know I, I need to get relationships going first and understand what they're about etc sometimes I need to be in a, alone as well for long periods of time yeah. right um, it's just the way yeah, I am yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can be really highly highly sociable for a long time and then I just I, I just need to sort of cut myself yeah, off. Mm. And also the, the, the type of work I do is like so high pressured and 24 seven that having other, other people around is just too much sometimes. Yeah. <clears throat> so you need to step away. So and In my personal life that yeah. is. So Karis, are you just throwing yeah. yourself at everything and everyone like I am? Yeah. Eh? yeah. <laughs> I mean, I haven't been able to do that for a while. Do you think everyone's amazing? Yeah. Okay. I think I, I mean, yeah. I did a show, Lovecraft, not the sex shop in Cardiff, about the neuroscience of love and loneliness mm. because I wanted to explore how why did, why I loved people so much. Uh, and, you know, one of the first statements of the show, I would say, is uh, my name is Karis Lerry and I love people. I love people. I just love people. I love you. I love you. You know, I got you. But do you go off them as rapidly? Do you go obsessively? I, I think they're amazing and then lose interest. Uh, no, no. I mean, okay. like what what I've been found difficult in lockdown is um, is just seeing all the rage happening online and mm. like 
seeing the worst of people. I mean, it's, it's been that arrow in my heart, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. So it's like, totally oh, not agree. you. Not yeah, you too. Totally oh, agree. no. You're being an asshole. Mm-hmm. And I found that I'm, I'm excited that when we can find some kind of normal again so people can socialise because you know, people get out of their heads and stop being such bastards, mm-hmm, I think. So, mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. And have you seen each other much in lockdown? Not loads, do we? We have. We've well, well, recently we, <laughs> we have. have. We haven't. Um, <laughs> yeah, obviously it was. It was. It was. Are really you diff- sisters? It was really. Diff- <laughs> I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> um, we did. It was. It was really hard to go for a long period of time mm. without seeing Karis. Um, in the first lockdown and the well, what happened over Christmas as well, because we are. Especially we lost our father three years mm. ago and I think we're even closer than ever because mm. of that and our mum as well. So not having that connection was really tough mm. and I think um, I coped pretty well until the beginning of this year. I actually thought I was going insane mm. at one point. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, so no, we, we, we've, we've, we've kind of tried to make up for it, haven't we? We've, we've seen quite a lot of each other now. Yeah, and there, there was a point. Yeah, there was a point where Nia was like, "I can't effing take it anymore," mm. and the restrictions had lifted a bit. Um, so I just drove over with a sequin t-shirt saying, "The world needs more Aww. fun," Aww. and some glitter. Yeah. And we had it. We had a bit, bit of a <laughs> <Yeah>. piss up. <laughs> I opened the door, and it was like exactly what I needed at that mm. very moment in my life was Callis turning up in glitter. Um, and I don't think I've ever hugged her so hard. I Aww, and tears. I think we had a little cry as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, so, it's a lot. Karis, you mm. you know how to cheer Nia up, yes? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think, and it works both ways as well. We, I think um, Nia's got this amazing thing of just like being around the house, being seriously upbeat around the house, but it always got tunes on where mm. I can maybe sometimes just read and go quite quiet and read and stuff and just think a lot. And yes, it's like, no, we need to listen to Kylie, fuck's sake. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yin and yang, yin and yang. So can we, can we rewind a bit just to get context for the, for the listeners? So what's the age yeah. difference between you? Nia, you're the oldest sister. Is that right? I am. So it's, I think it's three years, nine months to be Oh, that's exact. quite a lot. It's almost four years. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, yeah, I was born in 78, you were 82. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the older sister. Right, yeah. 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 And and you, so you, and you grew up in Tumble. In, yeah. if we've done our research, the ex-mining community <laughs> yes. in Carmarthenshire. Well, we were born, we were born in um, a, a village called Porthreed, mm. um, which isn't far from Tumble. Which is by, just um, by the National Botanic Gardens. Lovely. Oh, yeah. Um, and then we moved from there when I was... Karis had just been born, probably, because I was mm. about four. So Karis won't have many memories of, of there. Mm. Um, and then moved to a village called Llanon, where my uh, mum uh, was a deputy head teacher for, for many years, uh, while then building a house, a family home in what? Tumble, Which where Karis and mum still are. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So it's a really cool, like, kind of three-storey house. I mean, my mum and dad were really inspired by American architecture. Mm. Um, so, you know, balcony, basement, that kind of thing. And we were really creative kids as well. Mm. So they, so the cellar, which is now becoming... Um, My flat. Harris's, her flat uh, being converted. Um, before the conversion started, there was loads of graffiti in there from when we were kids because we used oh. to have bands over, rehearse. 
Mm. Um, other bands would come over and rehearse that we, my mum didn't just even know. It was just as if bodies everywhere all the time. Like, it was it, quite it, a it was like, um It was like an open door kind of house um, and a real kind of, a, you know, a sense of community to it as well. Not exactly a commune, so we'll <laughs> that as we talked about earlier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was very much... <clears throat> An open house for our friends. I mean, a lot of our friends um, used to spend a lot of time there growing up. Mm. So tell us about your parents. Tell us about your parents, because we've listened to your mum on the... Po- on, oh, and I think it was Rod Gilbert's podcast, and she sounds <laughs> funny. Legendary Merrill. Funny. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were both teachers. So mum was a deputy head in a primary school, and dad was a sports teacher um, in a school t- outside of Swansea, in a secondary school. Mm. And... Um, he was quite an alternative sports teacher because everyone really liked him. <laughs> um, and yeah, because uh, he didn't put pressure on people. Uh, lots of all of the gays I know he taught were like, your dad was so lovely. I didn't have to do it if I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't bring my kids. He didn't put pressure on me. He was yeah. just always like, I take this time to just use this hour to, to do something that you really need to learn uh, to mm. do with your education. You know, you don't have to. Um, so yeah so and that stayed with that kindness stayed with people because he also knew like you know teenagers are going through such difficult times Mm. especially in that area um quite a deprived area where um he was he knew that they were vulnerable and you know putting more pressure on them in the daytime like what you know what's the point so um yeah so they so he he has quite a big effect on lots of people and uh yeah so they both they were both nurturers and then so as as they chose to be teachers they chose to have children because they loved nurturing children so like that's why this house was constantly just buzzing full of people because all these kids would just love the energy they knew they were welcome they knew they could, could be creative they could be silly they could be fun and and never be judged so um yeah we were that's very magical very lucky. that's amazing magical. and did you two get on like a house on fire how what was your relationship like yeah we were pretty good well, i think not all the time we really did we really did i mean there was a point where caris was incredibly annoying like any <laughs> other older sister will tell you when you when the older sister you? and you get to when you get to about 13 14 mm. and you know you're really discovering yourself and individuality and you you know you want to have your own thing and then your little sister's constantly copying you yeah. and knocking on your yeah. door when she wants to hang out with you and your friends following you everywhere yeah. it was just awful just leave and, you know, i wasn't very nice to her so what did you do tell me all the bad stuff you did Oh, she, it wasn't bad. It was just um, I hated it when she'd copy my clothes. Mm-hmm. Or uh, I remember one day going into town. I can't even remember what the fashion was then. It was probably shell suits or something, wasn't yeah. it? And, yeah, we were we were shell and, suit heavy babes. Yeah, and then I, you know, I'd, I'd I'd buy something and then I'd meet her and my mum and she'd be wearing the same thing. She'd bought the oh, same thing. No. Yeah, and it was just it was not on. It was it's against the sister rules. Well, you were like that. Me. You're the old Kath is the older sister. Yeah. I couldn't I wasn't allowed to read just seventeen. She wouldn't let me go near it. That yeah, was too right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. You were totally, too young. Yeah. And it was her thing. Yeah. yeah. This is my thing. <laughs> so yeah, and, and the good thing was that Nia was into those things. So I was introduced to stuff in a safe space in a way, younger. Mm. And like Nia was allowed to watch Absolutely Fabulous. Uh, I wasn't because I was a bit young, but I did anyway. And Nia was like, uh, again, furious <laughs> that I was watching it with her. Yeah, uh, I, I was like, well, was what am I going to do? You know, just not watch mm-hmm. it. I'm going to watch it with you. Just deal with it. <laughs> 
It was, um, I was obsessed, absolutely obsessed with music as well. And that was kind of what we went into the Britpop era. Yeah. Um, so that definitely influenced Carlis too. Mm. Um, because, but you were a big Take That fan. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was a geek see, with it. Mm. Yeah, you couldn't see any part of Carlis's walls or bedroom for Take That images and posters. Posters. Yeah. Yeah. But did that piss you off, Nia? Because that's not Britpop. That's not cool, is it? No, I secretly like Take That. Oh. I really, well, it wasn't even a secret. I did, yeah, yeah. Because in school you had this kind of, I don't know if you remember, it was like um, there were rivalries, weren't there? And it was mm. a certain type of people. So, you East know, you 17 had versus Take That. East 17 versus <laughs> Take That. And then Blur versus Oasis. Yeah. And I was definitely a Blur fan um, and Take That. But I would still actually listen to E17 a lot mm. and Oasis. And now, um, in my 40s, I listen to Oasis far more than I do Blur. Really? That's um, weird. I okay. know. That's I weird. Know. That's weird. <laughs> is it weird? <laughs> that is weird. I don't know why, but that feels weird to go... That's yeah, because wrong... I, I wasn't really yeah. into... I, would, I didn't, couldn't really take to the songs when I was younger, but I hear them on the radio now, like Wonderwall and those kind of yeah. songs, and I love it. But I think it's like... I think it's massive nostalgia as well. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, that's probably pay, playing parts of it. Yeah. Um, I've even watched the Oasis documentary. <laughs> well, we, wow, we I, didn't, I didn't know this. <laughs> we live in... Yeah, in... I, I follow Liam Gallagher. <laughs> oh, he's Twitter. great on Twitter, though. He's great on Twitter. He's, he's so funny. good on Twitter. He's funny. Yeah. He's, but like, when we go brilliant. out on the Moon heath... In. I know, but when we're, we live on Hampstead Heath, and when we yeah. go on the heath, yeah. you, you occasionally see Liam Gallagher, and he's dressed as Liam Gallagher. You know what I mean? There's no disguise there. You can tell him a mile like off. Enough? Well, he walks like that, you know. Uh, it's I love very it. I love funny. It. Does he still wear a parka in like yeah, absolutely. 80 degree heat? 100%. I mean, he's, he's, he's everything you would imagine. He's he everything. Was. He doesn't want to come. I love it. I absolutely love it. I, mean, he, I love so, him. So, so, what about any, Karis, I'm going to ask you if you remember any really bad fashions that Nia was into? Because obviously you were young, you were looking up to her. Oh Is there anything gosh. you've copied that you think back, like, oh no? I, knew, I remember Nia was always kind of like, because she's the eldest, she was, you know. Charting new territory all yeah. the time. I remember you having a, a really short haircut, Nia. At the beginning, I was like, I don't know what the fuck she's doing there. <laughs> but then everyone's like, Oh my god, look at Nia. She looks great. Uh, and then everyone <laughs> got the haircut like Nia. And I was like, Oh, for fuck's sake, she's good at this, isn't she? <laughs> I was the first person to wear um, DMs in school as well. Nice. And I remember wearing DMs and going in, and everybody was like, What the hell are you wearing? They look ridiculous. And then a week later, everybody was wearing DMs. But I, I Honestly, the, the the influence in that was um, I was going to lots of gigs, mm, um, yeah. and the Welsh language scene, um, the music scene, was thriving at the time. I mean, there were gigs all the time, all over Wales. So you were constantly with other people your age or older as well, um, watching new bands, watching new trends. Um, I was listening to like some of the. You know, I was listening to kind of Catatonia, Superfurries, mm-hmm. Manix, all of them before any of their hits, um, yeah. and we playing them in the sixth form room, and people would be just like, "What's that shit you're listening to?" Wow! <laughs> and then everybody's buying the albums down the line. So I think, yeah, that that influenced a lot, and and and, mm. and having those events to go to as well, and meeting other people across Wales who were really into it. Yeah. Um, so, influenced a hell of a lot of that. So you, did you have to travel out to go to the gigs? Because presumably they weren't in, in, the, in Tumble. 
Well, they were just down uh, yeah, the road. They were. Yeah, they were. It was. It was unbelievable back then. Um, it's like a whole. Diff- it's like a different yeah. world. Yeah, there was a, a um, quite amazing slice of time, wasn't it? I mean, I was a bit yeah. young for this era. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Nia saw something amazing happen. I think. Mm, I mean, what would happen was you'd have like Cymdeithas uh, Siriaith, the Welsh language society, who who, who did. Um, uh, organise a lot of these gigs so you'd have a bus so say there was a a, a gig in Aberystwyth mm. okay on a Saturday you'd have a bus then organised they would probably start in say Swansea mm. pick up in Temple pick up in Carmarthen loads of young people getting on the bus up to Aberystwyth to watch the gig and then back again on the same night That's and it was amazing. nothing and we loved it yeah. and it happened all the time yeah. Um, and these gigs would happen in villages, you know, they would happen a lot in the workingmen's club. And, they, the and, they would really con- and they'd connect the people from the countryside as well, they'd connect yeah. everybody. And the, the social networks created from that era is unbelievable. The Estevrex still amazing. does it in a way, but yeah, yeah. that was a special but, time. But that wasn't the time that you were, Karis, you said you were a bit young for that. So how was mm. it for you around the same time? Sort of coming into it when you were Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think mm. it was, I was, you know, would have been like 15, um, not not just quite old enough, yeah. but I w- yeah. but I was very influenced by watching Nia doing all these things. Yeah. Um, and then of course you had the National Eisteddfod, uh, which is a an annual festival where people compete poetry, mm. uh, dancing, singing, recitals, blah, blah blah blah. But then of course you have the festival side of it, the the as in the the music side of it. So you have MySpe, which is just for young people. So there's like a venue with bands and then you camp there for a week. So we've been doing wow. like oh, rock festivals yeah. in the Welsh language since mm. we were really young. <laughs> like, yeah. Really young. We're kind of going at this stuff. Mis- and the misconception as well. It's, it's, it's really funny for me when I speak to people who aren't familiar or, or don't do much with the Eisteddfod. And, you know, the, the kind of the impression they've always had of it is this really kind of, you know, just... Twee. sort of singing recital very twee. quite very twee thing on television and I was like oh my god it was the most debauched time of my life really <laughs> <laughs> it was like my oh. speed was yeah, mad yeah we had and so it, much good times be, before yeah. it was even my speed um gosh I, I you know I remember watching Catatonia headline and Super Furries headline um just on the brink of when they were just about to make mm, you know yeah. break it in the UK charts mm. Yes, yeah, you know, big, big influence. Amazing, but it was really safe as well, wasn't it? It was, it was a very That's, safe space to be in. Totally. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like these are all, I mean, in many ways, quite middle class families, mm. all were speaking, and uh, everyone mm. knows each other's fam- their parents. You know, so it's a very, it was a, a naturally safe space, but it, it should, it shouldn't be a natural at all. But essentially, you had all these young people in a field, and it was not threatening. Yeah. So your parents Nobody were fine it. with it, totally fine yeah, with you going. They might have been, mm. yeah, they might have been camping or right. singing caravans like ten My fields mother away. Would, our mother wouldn't have been camping. <laughs> Good point, well made. Uh, no, there would have been an nearby hotel and right. uh, and yeah. or, or not even there for the whole week. Do you know what I mean? But they would drop it. They're like, oh, you're camping there for a week now, and you and all of your friends would be there. Um, oh, that's amazing! It was wow. super fun. It was super so fun. And uh, just, a, a very happy childhood then. 
by yeah, the sounds of it. Yeah, we were very lucky, very privileged, and we understand that, and, you know... Yeah, I understand. It was a very privileged childhood, to yeah. which I am really respectful and grateful for. Yeah, and it's that, that thing, I think the word privilege can become quite toxic, mm. but I really feel privileged to have had... Yeah. I mean, mm. in very many ways, it was humble. In many ways, it was all these other things... Uh, we weren't exactly millionaires or anything. But, but you were we given freedom to, to explore yeah. what love. you want. Yeah, freedom and love. And love. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And yeah. and it was a very creative. Your parents, it feels like it was a creative, yeah, like you said, the basement, it was all happening in your basement. Your house was yeah. the fun house that kids yeah. wanted so to did, go to. It was, uh, I've just got images of my mum, you know, the sort of, I was in a band, but also other bands would rehearse there, and they'd even allow that. And then she'd come downstairs, and a band was a band of boys had been rehearsing. Like te- Texas Radio Band is to, is to uh, rehearse down there. Mm. <laughs> I just got images where she'd come down with a little tray of like tup- Tupperware cups with tea <laughs> for the band. Tea? All right, boys, tea. <laughs> Right, yeah, so you just just say it again. I don't know how else to explain a podcast to a ghost. Just explain it again. Uh, you listen to it, and we talk to people we like. James Acaster. Yes. Sophie Duker. Yeah. Nish Kumar. Yes. Rosie Jones. Yes. Izzy Sutty. Yes. Darren Harriet. Yeah. There's loads. You listen to them. They tell a spooky story that they've heard about Spooktown. Some of them are horrible little liars. Yeah. It's that simple. I don't understand how you're not getting it. It's really rude. Oh, wait. Wait, wait, wait. What? Well, it's not a ghost, it's just a smudge on the mirror. Oh. I still don't really know why I didn't get it, but... <sighs> I thought you explained it really well, Ed. Thank you, Cam. Welcome to Spooktown. Hey, it's wherever you get your podcasts. No one's judging. Wherever you get your podcasts, you bloody listen. If you want. So neither of you rebelled, because you didn't have anything to rebel against. Oh, God, there was uh, rebelling, yes. Yeah, okay. we, 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 we just have that instinct anyway, and mm, I think we yeah. both, um, you know, mum and dad were teachers, and they were, they, were, they weren't super strict, but if they would try to apply any pressure, we would absolutely fight back, because they, they allow, like, mum's really feisty as well, yeah. and we're like, well, you know, <laughs> that's always going to happen. Uh, and Nia... Yeah, we were, we, were, we were well behaved, I suppose, but mm. we weren't super quiet kids or anything. No. I mean, we... we you know, we, we'd give as good as we got. Yeah. And also, we're from Tumble, so we're really good at banter. Right. You know. <laughs> so we, that's that's something that's always been around. So. Would you two gang up on your parents a bit? Um. I mean, like, if would, something would, was unfair, I would like, yeah, of mm. course. But they were a, a perfect example of a united front. They were so right. flipping annoying with it. Oh, uh, and they, it. Yeah, and like. Dad would clearly get our side or the other way around, but they would never, ever oh, really? drop our okay. no. They were a wall of unity at all times. Wow. Um, yeah. Which was kind of like a, some kind of policy they, they yeah. put together before yeah, we were born. Seriously annoying, but it worked. <laughs> it worked. I mean, you always knew where you stood. Um, mm. And that was that, um, as much as it would drive you absolutely mad but my my mum would get annoyed that and and Karis and I could do the same Karis and I would become a wall as well of unity um, and that would drive my mother mad. Right. <laughs> you two, like you bitch about you each other. Sister, you bitch about each other. <laughs> but then they never but say a word against you, either of you. You're like that, you know. And it's yeah, yeah. So you so. never hated each other. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, God, no, I couldn't never. hate Karis. No. no, I mean, but there have been times when. 
Oh, probably in a moment of fury, we've probably felt, you yeah. know, oh my God, I hate you. Yeah. But that disappears really quickly. I mean, I mean, um, the, the family were pretty, the mum and dad were very good at, at talking, making us talk through stuff straight away. And it's right. just, you face your stuff straight away, you get it out straight away, you heal straight mm. away, you don't let anything faster. That's amazing. Um, and I see that, and I see mm. that influence in my life now. I mean, Obviously, I work in politics, mm. so I see a lot of people fester, and I see a lot of things fester. And um, you know, politics is probably one of the most judgmental mm. fields you can possibly work in. Yeah. It's harsh. And you can see people. You can see people. Lots of people in groups form judgment without talking. Mm. Yeah. Um, and because I come from that background, oh my God, there's a problem. Let's talk. Let's have a chat. Mm. Let's go for a coffee. Let's mm. let's talk about this. Mm. Um, it's helped me a lot and and sort of you know and try and sort of instill that in other people as well yeah um because people can't just shut down especially in the pandemic mm. you know especially in the pandemic where everybody's just gone really insular and onto a laptop i yeah. mean chatting is more important than yeah, ever they're not listening like, people aren't listening through. No, and like with, mm. with mum in the pandemic, we obviously I've been isolating with my mum the whole time, just me and mum. Well wow. done, Paris. How's I that? I don't have a love no money. Still <laughs> waiting on my medal. Oh, um, it was like, <laughs> and it was really, you know, to begin with, it was fine, and then it was incredibly frustrating because you know you you are on a completely different level to mm. each other. She's mm. seventy five. I'm not seventy five. Yeah, and you know she's not. I don't want to be ageist or anything. She's, but, 70, yeah. she's 73, Carlos. She, she <laughs> yeah. She's not you. even 70 yet. Uh, she watches <laughs> the chase every day. She, yeah. no, it's, oh. it's just like, it, it's, like, it drives my brain nuts. And so she has you a can, massive crush on Bad Bradley Walsh. I know, I yeah. she, well, Even we know about even it. we know about it, yeah. Yeah, um. she's she wants the hair the same colour as Chris Tarrant, which is the colour of corn. <laughs> uh, so you're literally like, okay, and then you hear this every day and it grates on your yeah, soul because you're not seeing anybody else. Yeah. But, but bless her. So so there was like when restrictions could lift and we could just drive to the local beach, we would go there together and look out to sea and get all our stuff out, our annoyances yeah. with each other. Um, and uh, Mam's really good at facing those things. She's not... Um, I mean, she will, uh, and she'd debate herself and stick up for herself till the cows come home. Mm-hmm. And so will I. <laughs> but we want to get to a place of peace, though, you know? And sometimes at that place of peace, then I have to step in, yeah. <laughs> like some kind of mediator. But yeah. it, was, it was funny. Um, it's become easier out of lockdown because I can go down and we can spend time apart and together. But during lockdown, it was quite funny because I had one of them on my personal phone and one of them on the work phone. Yeah. <laughs> just like slagging yeah. each other off. <laughs> slagging <laughs> each other really? off. Really? Okay, guys, okay. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Karis, are you more like your, you're more like your mum? You both sound very stubborn. Uh, well, I don't know. We, I've, I've got a lot of dads in me, which is quite laid back and, uh, and yeah, quite reasonable. It's been difficult. I think, I think mum and me, I've, I've very similar in those and they're quite fiery and dad and I were always a bit more kind of relaxed about stuff but now there's th- that energy is gone yeah. mm. and when I'm just there uh, and it's just me and my mum I think it, the isolation factor has changed so many behaviours yeah. Yeah. Uh, my patience was just 
thrown out of the, the house. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's just like you're you're behaving like you've never behaved before, and it's really hard. And it, but once you identify it, you can kind of work with it. And uh, and we would, we would, we absolutely would. Um, mm. But which, yeah, which is brilliant to be able to to yeah. recognise it and talk it out. Go down mm. to the beach talk it out it's no, I'm incapable of all of that yeah, I'll exactly. be honest <laughs> if Cat's angry she just shuts Cat. down yeah. for like two or three really? days how you gonna, how you, but how are you going to manage in a commune oh I'm fine in a commune maybe it's just family I know it maybe is a we, get the, yeah. we, we will say we get the worst With of each you. other yeah we get the, my family get the worst uh, of me fa- family communication is entirely different Isn't to normal it? communication totally. I think. Yeah, it totally. really is because you can pick up you can sort of, it's it's because Karis and I have this sometimes where we're in conversation and it's a really nice conversation and then one of us will say something that might trigger the other, yeah. but the person who's saying it doesn't realise they're doing it, and the, but the cue is taken in a completely wrong way. Yeah. But it's but it's a sister or a sibling thing yeah. Totally. Yeah. that totally. is completely different to... Um, and you can shake things off quicker, and like um, that's what I yeah. find with us. Like, we shake yeah. it off pretty quick. Um, mm. But I think the thing with the commune thing as well is there's so many people, uh, there's so many tasks to do. If you're living on a commune, it's a very mm. different kind of thing altogether as well. Nini is having anxiety. Don't take Sorry, it's really stressing her out. Do you have what? What are you ever embarrassed by each other? No. Um, oh, Carousel. No, I think so. I'm, oh, I'm trying gosh. to think about situations. No, there was one time. There was one time when Nia heckled me when I was on stage, and I was really fucked off with her because she was pissed. <laughs> what was the heckle? She just pre- it wasn't bad. You, no, you just preempted a joke because she'd already seen the show and she was shit faced in the back. You can't do that. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. And every, everyone came down on her like a ton of bricks, which is hilarious. And she's like, oh. stop it. I don't want to know anymore. Yeah. That, that, I think that's about the only, yeah, thing. But, but Nia, Nia, Nia's really thinking hard. Nothing, yeah. nothing embarrasses you about Karis. <laughs> no, I mean, even if she did something awful, I mean, she's yeah, my sister, fine. and yeah. I'm yeah. very protective of her, and that's and that's that really. I mm. mean, yeah, there would be, you know, she can annoy the hell out of me, you know. Mm. Um, um, but yeah, she's my sister at the end of the day, mm. and yeah, that that is that, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. So what what about one of your worst rows? I know we keep going a bit dark, sorry, but I there must be loved a, a row that you, as kids. I think I mean we'd we'd you know we'd be competitive in different ways and really healthy ways as well. I mean, you know, we used to play tennis and well, and we were f- hilariously, we were very funny playing tennis as well because it's like we street would, tennis. It's street tennis, and like we'd go to local courts, and there'd be girls next to us clearly who had lessons, and they look the mm-hmm. part, and they're like, you know, they've got their little white skirts and their white tops, and she and I are just like in mismatched clothes. It was out. <laughs> it was Fuck you. <laughs> but we were both on the school tennis teams. You know, we were good at, it, but we 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 told each other quite roughly <laughs> brilliant brilliant is there anything you envy about each other Nia what do you envy in Karis mm. oh I think I think that's quite um I don't know if envy is the word but definitely really proud of her um and I think that I've, I've, I've actually thought about this during lockdown is the the Karis has t- taken her um creative 
the creative side of her and actually done something incredible with it. Um, mm. Whereas, you know, I come from that background as well, where I can sing, I can compose, I, you mm. know, I am musical, I do play, I do write, all of these things. But I took the factual route, which I wanted to um, at the time. Yeah. You know, I, I went into, um, uh, I was a, a, a BBC News producer and um, newsreader. I used to present like factual TV programs, a natural path into politics, which mm. don't get me wrong, I love. But I do think, oh God, I, maybe I should have done more. But it's time as well. But obviously, that's you know, that's that's another excuse. But um, you were in a band together. But you were in a band together. Have I? Have I? Is that right? Yeah, uh, well, well, clinical. Kind of. I mean, we 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 were both singers. It, it was like a band that was already set up, and yeah. then we were kind of guest singing a lot with them, and we did a lot of gigs as a part of their band. But right. so I suppose we were sort of in a band together, but not. Officially I mean, Clinical was kind of, it was an electronic pop band. Um, so all the sounds were made in a studio. Um, yeah. Our rehearsals were d- basically a gossip session with loads mm. of wine. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, and then um, a laptop and maybe sort of figuring out a couple of melodies. And then we'd go into studio and record stuff. Yeah. So if there wasn't really that band vibe to it, you know, as, as we understand bands to be. Kind of thing. It was, yeah. it was lending but, our vocals to tracks. But Karis, mm. did you think that Nia was going to go into music? Because if she was sort of trailblazing, going to gigs and all the rest of it, did you think she would mm. end up going into well, that? Yeah, and and you know when you think Nia, your first job at the BBC was presenting a music show on Radio yeah. Henry, Actually, if you go back, I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> <laughs> that was no, your I, first I don't job. Mean that in a, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, you know, God, yeah. life has, <laughs> has been, yeah, because yeah, yeah, life yeah. has taken to a taken you to a new path. But mm. initially, you started broadcasting through music, and yeah. I thought, and I think that was because Nia was always attending gigs, even after the whole uh, Welsh language society stuff wasn't as popular. Nia was still going from gig to gig to gig, and, mm. and always um, writing about them, always posting stuff online about them. So Nia was known for being really passionate about that. Mm. So then you had your um, your show, um, and I think. You know, as life goes on as well, and and you you mature and you see how the world works. And we've always were injected with a big dose of politics through our dad. Mm, uh, yeah. Dad was super aware. Dad would make us very aware. Dad was reading the Observer every Sunday, discussing stuff with us, and you know, and uh, so as you get older, you start to see how the world works, and and like, oh, actually, that's that's interesting. And, and I think Nia would have. You know, being at the Beeb as well, which is a hub of news and politics. Mm. Uh, you know, so dancing from both worlds, I should imagine. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think you know, music has been that my 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 career path has been my journey into everything. Really, mm. it's all started. All of it has started with music and creativity, and that never leaves you. I mean, no. oh my gosh, you know, even working in the world of politics. If it wasn't for the pandemic, I try and see as much music and live theatre mm. and creative stuff as I can because you—that's where you get your ideas from. That's where okay. you understand society. That's where yeah. your your light bulb moments happen. You mm. know, mm. Um, and they're still really, really important. Um, and so much music, and so much political music as well. Yeah, you know, you, you know, they it's, they do bridge um, often, and yeah. Yeah. So, what's your envy about me then, Karis? Yeah, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> um, there's 
I've, yeah, like I said, anything is weird. I find those words very weird between Nia and I. Um, what do you wish you had? What do you wish you had that Nia has? Uh, I, I think with Nia, I think she has such tougher skin than I have. Although I kind of like um, have become thick skinned myself through work. What Nia has to do in terms of having a thick skin is on another level. I, oh, I <laughs> like, know. Whoa, it really is. Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> and, the aptitude, <laughs> and the aptitude to do what she does. I mean, I wish I had the... I mean, like those when restrictions could lift um, popped over when I had my sequins on and my glitter. And then, the ne- you know, the next day she's there with two laptops on one on a zoom one typing stuff up and then the same um streaming live so so the um, welsh assembly yeah streaming live on the telly so she had to w- watch it and i was just like mm. and i back to back zooms and it all being about covid and it all being about politics and all on her own every mm. day mm. and i was just like well the fuck done i could not do this i'm literally in my basement writing comedy songs and um you know doing these i mean don't get me wrong it takes a lot of work and energy and it's not something i take lightly either it's it's work but my god it's not i can throw myself into a world of of pure imagination yeah (laughs) you know what i mean Uh, which is which is really lovely okay it's covid basis comedy songs about the pandemic but it was sort of fun when Nia is facing the darkest realities every day mm. and um, dealing with very difficult people sometimes. And I'm just mm. like, oh, my God. Well done. No. <laughs> Thanks, no. guys. No. <laughs> I, don't yeah. think, I don't know if that's something to envy. <laughs> that, with no, no, but it's your aptitude, though. It, it's your yeah. A- yeah. capability. Like, oh, my it God, I amazing. would have cracked like an egg. I would have cracked like an egg. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and sometimes you just... You just need your glitter-covered friend, uh, sister, yeah. to turn up on the doorstep <laughs> to make sure that you don't crack like an egg. No, just you out of it. <laughs> so could you, could you ever work together, do you think? Um, I don't know. I think <laughs> my dad used to laugh a lot, a lot with our texts when sometimes we'd slag each other off to dad. <laughs> and dad would be like, you two are hilarious. <laughs> Nia keeps telling him, oh, Karis is so bossy. And then I go, Nia's so flipping bossy. She was just like, so... Um, and my mother still says that, that, that's, that still, that still exists, that she still yeah. gets that, as in Karis saying, like, Nia's so bossy. And they'll go, oh, my God, Karis is so controlling. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, it's, uh, so I think we, um, yeah, it, it would definitely need other people, not just Nia and I working together uh, I solely. I think when Karis and I work, work well together is mm. not directly working with each other. Yeah. Mm. So, for example, you know, we, we turn to each other for advice, you know, mm. for... Uh, we are yeah, we're a part of each other's work. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's, that's really precious. Um, and that's more effective, I think, than us ever working together on a project. <laughs> I think we're you far the first, better at it. Are you the first people each other would turn to if you had a problem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, yes. I mean, it depends on the problem as well, I think. And... 
you know, if it's lovers or something, um, it could be turning to Nia. It could be like Nia's the last person I turn not not the last person, right. but not the first person I turn to. Mm. Uh, because I don't know what her dynamic would be that per- with that person either. So mm. you just want to have like, mm. um, so it depends on the situation. But by and large, definitely. Um, yeah, and having that soundboard um because we're pretty similar, you know, with the upbringing, you know, with with everything mm. that we do and have, have done, we get it. So, yeah. but also we mm. have very different um, expertise and experiences as well. Mm. So, um, and they play into each other. Um, yeah. You know, they, they you know, they, they can, they, you know, sometimes I will need a specific kind of slant on something that Caris can give, you know, or, or, yeah. or vice versa. Mm. Um, and I think, you know, what, what, what's what's kind of invaluable really and the most precious thing is that when things do go wrong in your life or when you are facing like the darkest of times or you know you're you're in a situation where you know which which happens and which especially um in covid with the isolation where you you know that things do go wrong there is a loyalty and mm-hmm. there is um there is a love and there is a safety net in each other mm. um and that's 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 you know non-negotiable yeah, <laughs> that's yeah there. totally and uh, mm. that's it and and that's that's really precious i'm Kerry pritchard mclean and i'm here to tell you about my new podcast who are you wearing where i talk to gorgeous people about how and why they wear the clothes they do tell me what you're wearing right now <laughs> a big orange jumper a- of a button-down shirt. And I'm also wearing a back support because I'm 35. A black shirt with gold leopard skin shoulders on it. And a Fitbit. It just buzzed at me saying, get up and walk <laughs> around, please. A plain black hoodie. Just a black hoodie. In this beautiful black hooded top. <laughs> a colourful headscarf, colourful earrings. A pair of socks with Liam Gallagher on. A pink suit and a tie that I actually wore for my wedding. And my slippers, because obviously, you know, we're working from home, aren't we? <laughs> but the slippers, they are pink and fluffy, so, you know, I think we can get away with that. <laughs> so, subscribe to this new weekly podcast and get ready to listen, laugh and cry as I ask people, who are you wearing? Is there anything that you would never talk to each other about? Is there an area where you you just wouldn't you wouldn't go there with each other? I mean, I'm not sure, but I don't think we could. By nature of that question, we could ever answer it. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. Always... Well, we know we know what we wouldn't. Do we? we would never what, talk what about sex. What would you sex? not talk about? Sex. Sex. Okay. Never. Oh yeah. That's true. Yeah, there have, actually, there's been there have been times when Caris has started to divulge something about her sex life in the past and, you and I've just gone oh my god stop it now stop it now stop it now don't want to yeah. know that's true. <laughs> you know but I think, yeah. I think we've always been we have been always been pretty open and whenever you know any kind of anything's happened anything that happens like I, I would phone me up and go oh my god you'd never fucking guess what I did last night I met this guy and then this happened and she and then she's come on come over let's have a, a Sunday lunch and tell me everything you know yeah. so we would always be quite open about everything, everything. Yeah. no not too many details so that yeah when you get into the you know the, the graphics then you go to your friends I think, yeah. Yeah. yeah are yeah. you very huggy with each other because we won't touch each other 
Wow, don't you touch each other? Never, we've never <gasps> touched each other. No. Oh my gosh. And we are no, we're so very close. Happy. Yeah, no. Oh, wow. No. <laughs> I, can't, yeah. I can't even. I, I, my, so, again, back to my show, like, my name is Caris Aleri. Caris means love. Yeah. Aleri means either river, valley, or goddess. So I'm either the river, valley or goddess of love. I'm going for goddess ofs. But (laughs) I have to hug everybody. And I think the pandemic has been really good for me in Mm. putting that... Because sometimes I hug people. I'm like, I don't know if I should be hugging this person. (laughs) Uh, But I just feel like I have to have this closeness. And I know what happens scientifically in that bond moment. Of course. Um, But... um, but yeah, this has been quite a good exercise for me to to not be too huggy with people. But I always, like, whenever, <laughs> whenever, <laughs> whenever I see Leanna, we're always hugging. And yeah, like, you know, I mean, like waking up in the morning, I literally crawl to bed on the and give her a squeeze. Oh and my just goodness, like, that's yeah. so lovely. She, but, she, and I don't know she, she, she did that yesterday morning, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, morning! Um, <laughs> and then morning. just like tick, tickle her. <laughs> and like, really? I'm oh. awake now. <laughs> I get like, out. <laughs> yeah, if Rachel touched me, I would fire her out the window. I know, but I think it's coming from you because no, I, I get don't. that. I, I get that, oh, but you no. don't. Yeah. But no. Paris Car- Car- is definitely the primary hugger. <laughs> of the clan really Karis really yeah. needs physical mm. contact and right. um, hugging where I don't as much I do yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. but it's not something it's not my oxygen um, no. yeah. in a way and I have to be in the mood for it as well mm. <laughs> yeah because mum's very huggy yeah mum's not yeah. that huggy but daddy was very huggy and like right. um and it, i'd just be if dad was watching telly i would instantly just snuggle up and probably fall asleep on him but it was just and and like mum said since losing him looking at all the pictures of us with dad or her with dad or all of us together dad has always has an arm around somebody like he's yeah, there's not right. a picture where he's not physically in in contact with somebody um yeah. and i'm definitely that person yeah yeah, oh, that's lovely. So, what would your <laughs> perfect weekend be? Ugh, I'm going to start that again. What would your perfect weekend away together be? The one be? show. The one show. <laughs> I do you know what? At the, at I, the other day, I I saw Neb. I was with my friend. She had a job, and so to look after her little baby, and. Um, was in this Airbnb, and I was like, I need to bring Leah back here because basically we love cycling playing tennis swimming mm. drinking uh chatting yeah <laughs> and, and yeah and uh, there was an airbnb with an access to a pool and a tennis court with bikes and i was just like we would be just yeah. absolutely that's all we need we'd be yeah. very happy just being there i think what do you yeah. think yeah I mean, we could do the roller coaster, maybe. We do like roller coasters. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah, we do. We love, we love theme parks as well and roller coasters. We need to do that soon. <laughs> it's a massive adrenaline rush. We both kind of, um, we, uh, we both love chase. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that, that sounds absolutely perfect. What I've wanted to do for a long time, um, but obviously that's not going to happen to a lot for a long time, is take Karis to Southeast Asia. Mm. Um, like, as we'll say, Vietnam, Cambodia, that kind of route, um, because um, I know Karis would love to see uh, the culture there, um, and it would just trees. blow her mind. And the trees, I mean, the, the the Temple of Trees I went to in 
kind of loves trees. Um, oh. There was an ancient, ancient temple of trees in um, in Cambodia. I don't know if you've ever seen um, Tomb Raider, the, the first film, the, the, the original oh. one, and probably the beginning of the noughties. A, a section yeah. of it is actually filmed in there. Um, and it's like... I have never seen anything like it in my life. This kingdom of ancient trees, where a tree is the size of, you know, house, you know, people could live inside these trees. Oh, um, wow. And I would love to take Karis on a journey there um, mm, to, to see too. them. Um, that's a, I know Karis, that's not a why, weekend. That's more of no, a long no, but haul. That's, <laughs> yeah, but that's fine. Be the perfect cheeky weekend. <laughs> Karis, a little cheeky weekend in Vietnam, anyone? <laughs> Um, Karis, well, I love trees. Absolutely, I love I'm convinced trees. that I, I can feel them when I lean against them. That I can feel some yeah. sort of electricity, which everyone thinks is weird. Do but you? I yeah, do definitely, definitely. I yeah. always like to hug a tree. Yeah, where's Where's I don't know where mine's come from. Where's does yours come from? Where's does yours come from? Where Where's does yours come from? <laughs> where's does yours? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I, I yeah. do, I, I've got so many books here as well. Actually, there's um I've. A friend of mine gave me a tree book the other day. People just send me tree books now. It's very funny. Um, I don't know, but I also the growing up in the countryside, um, mm. it's just it's just a part of your soul. It's just part of who you are, your upbringing, your makeup. And I remember it, being in Cardiff is great because it's a good mix of city and, and rural life. Uh, it's a really nice mix. I moved to London for one year. Um, I was on the rep for BBC Radio 4, um, mm. drama department and um, so I had to live there for a year oh my god like I was chasing the sun I was I felt really claustrophobic I, I was like even though I'd visited London so many times spent mm. so much time there living there is entirely different and being underground a lot I was like right I'm not doing any tubes anymore I'm mm. walking everywhere or taking buses um, the walk to work was beautiful um, but and then I'd come back to here and see the depth of vision and everything of, of horizons and, and, and the trees. And I was just like, oh, and it was making more sense to me. Like, they, you know, this is really important. This stuff. Mm, yeah. So this is years before we were really talking about forest bathing and all that stuff. It was just innate and just going, this is what it's what's right yeah. and matters yeah. and um mm. and this is your connection when we were kids we used to go to a place i don't know if you've been there because it's the forest of dean which is quite close mm. certainly close to cardiff um called yeah. puzzle wood it's really worth going it's beautiful really? i think i might i've probably got this wrong but i think you walk through the root systems of trees i think they filmed labyrinth there yeah. so and it's all the soil <gasps> oh is copper colored and it's really yeah, beautiful so you go into sort of a clump of trees and you what's walk it called again I, it's called puzzle, puzzle wood So who? We, we, I'm taking it. I'm taking it. You said I was one show. I'm taking you it. Are I don't know what this is now. Show. I'm going quick fire questions. <laughs> Fuck sake, okay. right. Come so, on, cool it um, up. Who had the first kiss? Who had the first earliest? You earliest need to say kiss. who had Thank the earliest you. kiss because yeah. yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. Uh, Rachel was about Eve. seven. Oh, yeah. Do you mean snog? Yes. Should we just? Uh, 
Samuel Pat- Snog. No, she was well. she was Samuel quite, Snog. That's yeah. like she, she was a wrong man. Exactly, she was a wrong man. I basically <laughs> mature, I'm wrong-un. 18 months younger than Kath, and I matured a little more quickly. She. I thought she was a complete slut, and it's not true. Seven. I was just normal. I was yeah. It wasn't seven. Anyway, this isn't you about know, us. Don't sit so, on the fence there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, because that would have mattered to us. Mm. At the, at, you know. It mattered to yeah, you that I mattered. that she kept had a young first. It, but no, because yeah, I didn't like yeah. it. Because I, I wanted you to yes, be young. So you I wanted hated you to be the youngest. I had yeah. armpit hair before Kath did, and she was furious. She wouldn't talk. She was oh, women. Wow. And really? started her period. Don't touch me. Did you start your periods before yeah. her? And Nia, oh, like you said, you said you were the trailblazers because yeah. you're the older siblings, yeah. and you're not happy. I bet with... that really bothered you that you, that. Oh, she it massive! She had you. underarm hair and her periods, so she was about eleven, and I was oh thirteen, and I still hadn't ha- got either. Oh wow! But, so yeah, it caused it caused problems. So we're not talking about that. We're talking about snog. Uh, yeah, snog. I think I think mine was when I was. I know it was when I was in Lanzarote. I think I would think I was eleven or twelve. I can't remember. Yeah, eleven or twelve. You would have been twelve. I mean, I was sixteen. Was I sixteen? Oh, so it's the same. It's the same as us. Yeah, you would have been. Mm. um, Was it Lanzarote? That was your. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Under a palm Um, tree. I mean, like that's really (laughs) sweet, isn't it? Very sweet. Is this a weird question, though? I'm beginning to feel like this is a a weird question. question. It doesn't really work. Just How saying. Well, well, it's kind of it's not a really weird question, and also it's interesting because I don't think there was that rivalry with us, and also mm. I was gay, and I didn't really mm. sort of admit that or get to that point until later on. Yeah. So right. for me, it was more about who am I going to tell about which girl I've kissed, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and did you yeah, tell yeah. Karis? Yeah, was yeah. Karis the first person you told? Oh, okay, changed her life. Yeah. Forever, yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, how did you? How did you feel? It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think. How old are you? Like you were about to. I was eighteen. You were fourteen. Yeah. So I was fourteen. She picked me up from my auntie's house, and when I got something to tell you, and I was like, "Oh gosh!" And it, it clearly she was worried about it. And mm. I was like, you know, classic, are you pregnant? Are you drug addict? You know, like, <laughs> the only two things that you can think None of at that time. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not pregnant. Uh, and and, definitely. <laughs> and uh, um, she's like, I just got something to say, I'm, I'm bisexual. Uh, mm. And I've had it for a while. I was like, oh, wow. And I, I remember crying, but not out of uh, disgust or fear or anything. It was out of a, a complete shock. Mm. And the fact that she was able to tell me. Yeah. So then we popped home. Nia was like, go and get your stuff. I'm taking you to Swansea. We're going to this. But we go- I'll go- take you to meet my new friends uh, in these gay bars in Swansea. And I was like, fucking great. I mean, like, we're from a rural area, which is very focused on rugby. They've never appreciated my jazz hands here. (laughs) So I was like, they do in the gay clubs. So then by the end of the night, I was on top of the stage with the drag queens singing... The Lulu bits of really like my fire at 14 years old, thinking I've Aww. arrived as well. Oh, that's oh, brilliant. So, yeah. So that's lovely. 
Yeah, and yeah. here we, we and we discovered so much like through Nia's journey with her sexuality. You know, like I've learned so much. I've got um, mm. all sorts of different friends, and and the amount of adversity, especially during that time as well, and being on journey with um, people who have transitioned mm. um, and have become are close friends of ours. Like I have so much experience of all these kind of different um, life paths. And it's amazing. It's been amazing. Of course. Wow. Nia, I felt like you were going to say something. No, I mean, the um, it's it's just been wonderful, really, to have Karis on that journey as well with me, even though Karis mm. isn't gay or is not um, um, on the LGBTQ plus spectrum. Um, mm. And having her support, but also how I've seen how open that Karis has made that's made Karis to the world mm. Mm. um and because it's and and how you opened yourself up to different communities and getting to know people um and how they work um because you know recently I mean trans people have always existed they've always been in my life and Karis's mm. life mm. and you've seen them the, you know the trans community come under so much attack recently yeah. by people so who have funny. never met a trans person yeah. by, uh, let alone have you know been part of their life mm. or been there when they've woken up from top surgery we'd say or you know mm. like you know Karis and I have, have have always had this they're they're our best friends yeah. um so we have that vision and strength as well and solidarity with the community because mm. we've, we've, you know, and Karis has certainly grown up in it. I mean, I can't, I was 18, but Karis was 14 when she first, yeah. you know, um, yeah. ca- ca- you know, met the gay, well, my gay community. I mean, and that is growing up in that community mm. then. Yeah. Mm. Um, it was, it was and, such a privilege because like, like I said, it was such a hetero heteronormative background here exactly. and it was really fucking boring and yeah. um and also being a big personality and this and you know like lots of the men had no idea how to speak to me you know because mm-hmm. they were used to um strong bubbly characters uh who could outsmart them or you know what i mean yeah. it was really alien and and not humiliating but um threatening so yeah. which is and i think you know this community's come quite a full circle with all that kind of stuff now but um to then be introduced to very different community with so much humor yeah. Um, in the face of such and adversity glitter. <laughs> and glitter, but hang on. So um, Neil, how did so the commu- you basically found that community in Swansea? That's quite a long way from Tumble. So how did that? Mm. How did you? What, well, we. If it feels like a long, it's not really. It's twenty minutes, okay. twenty five oh, minutes. Really? Oh really? No, yeah. Oh no, I thought it was Oh fine. But, but, yeah. Timber's a magic spot. It's not far from anywhere. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's really close to the M4. But actually, when okay. you're growing up, you do you do feel that Swansea's miles away, especially back yeah. then. You know, pre Google Maps, pre Internet. I mean, we go to Swansea twice a year, probably. Right. Um, to shop for my grandmother's dress for Christmas, and Mm-mm. one other time, you know, Swansea was the special visit. So yeah, you yeah. know, you know, you know, mentally it was it was far off yeah um yeah but that was the closest that was the closest um scene um and mm. then obviously you'd have cardiff and then london yeah. which i eventually did uh, go to and explore but it was really important um and it's really sad to know that the oldest bar um um champers in swansea mm. the oldest gay yeah, bar is actually closed now um wow. and well i mean that was the that was the safe space for so many mm. 
um, gay people in 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 South in South Wales. But also, like, um, the, like the high street of Swansea was just like gay after gay. It was so oh my god, much it was fun. buzzing at that time. Mm. You'd go to Champ. Mm. There was it Champers. Then there was a pre Chatham called Chatham's, Chatham's. yeah. Uh, which you know you'd think the night would end there, and then you'd go up to this. Um, it was the Palace Theatre, the old Palace Theatre, and you know back in its heyday, the Palace Theatre was thriving with you know all mm. of the arts um, in, in the city. Um, but it was actually kind of a, quite a rundown venue, and that's where um, the Palace Theatre then was when the big that was the the gay club. Yeah. Um, and it was huge, um, and you would walk in, and it was, <laughs> I think back now, and it was like. It was like a run-down version of the Moulin Rouge, you know? Oh, <laughs> you would have to kind of... There would be, like, this kind of little... Because uh, you're going back to, like, 96, uh, you know, and homophobia was rife. Um, mm. People were getting, you know, kicked in, on the, you know, around that area. And you would have this little door, and then you'd have to either go with somebody else who was, who was a regular to be introduced mm. there. Um, and, you know, they would ask you, are you gay, uh, to be able to go in. And then you'd step in to this world. Oh, that's magic. You know, there'd be men on stage with their feather boas and their yeah. wigs. And, you know, the, just it would be just packed full of people who were just, could be Total themselves. joy. Total and joy. And it was wow. absolute joy. Yeah. Mm. Um... Yeah, and that you know that's that's a hell of a thing to 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 kind of be part of, and I'm and I'm of really course. proud that I was, and I'm mm. really privileged to have been part of it. Of course, yeah. um, it was lush. our Brilliant. parents met in Swansea. I suspect we were conceived in Swansea. I know. Ah. Who's most likely to cry? Me. Yeah, Paris. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Nia, you agree yeah. with that? Yeah. 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 I do okay. cry. I do cry, but it takes a bit more for me. Yeah. Right. I'm just super emotional. I, I can't I can't hold any of my emotions back. I'm really proud of it. <laughs> yeah. I, can't, um, I, I don't have poker face. Poker face does not exist with me. <laughs> oh, that's And you both though, got good banter. It? Right, so we're going to finish with this last question, which, um, and, and we don't forget Puzzle Wood. That's really Please important. Please go. have got to go to Puzzle yeah, Wood. you'll love it. But um, okay. is, is, is there anything you want to say to each other that you've never said before? So, Nia... I'll put that to you first. I'll say, is there anything you want to say to each other that you've never said before? We've had we've had so many different. Some people say really silly things. Some people say really serious things. Some people say nothing. This is the first thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it's an because we're fair, we're so open with each other. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, and and uh, um, yeah, we've been through so much. I always say I'm proud of you. Um, I always say I love you. Mm. Yeah, um, there's, I think we're pretty open about all these things. Having been through so much pain together as well, mm. um, with the deterioration of our father, we cycled to Paris from London uh, after he died to raise money for motor neuron. There's oh, like my. so many things we've done together. Yeah. In in through our pain, where you which not just forces you you do reflect and you do process we've processed a lot together mm, mm. um so yeah i don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's nothing that hasn't been said basically why do women do that what, what is that about i don't know i don't I'm get what it dry does my tears. <laughs> dry my tears that doesn't work it doesn't work it's got it's so my weird. eyes <laughs> Really I don't know why you do it. It's really strange. Yeah, maybe uh, stop doing that. Uh, yeah. 
Stop uh, failing your tears. To, where, where have I, what have I never told you? What have I never told you? Uh, I don't know if I've ever said to you, or maybe I have. I'd like, I'd, you know, but it, I'd like you to see you to see more of the world. You have further. told me this. You've just said it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this has been a Little Wonder production. Logo artwork from Kathy Mason. Voice from Melanie Walters. Music from Rodri Viney. With special thanks to Beth Forrest, Steve Pickup, Sam Roberts, Henry Widdicombe and Jill Williams. Other podcasts from Little Wonder include Here to Judge and Welcome to Spooktown. Subscribe now on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Right, we've got five minutes mm. to go. Oh, come on, right? Hello. Hi, Judges. <laughs> okay, I see how it is. <laughs> Here to Judge is the new weekly podcast from Little Wonder, where we dismantle predicaments posted online. Featuring fruity dilemmas from Am I the Arsehole on Reddit to Am I Being Unreasonable quandaries on Mumsnet. Join me, Priya Hall. Me, Robin Morgan. And me, Leila Navarbi. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Apple, or wherever Spotify. you get your podcasts. <laughs> Go on, give me the... I was just being like your hype <laughs> man. <laughs> new episodes every Friday. <laughs> there must be something we can use. So. <laughs> 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 <laughs>